I forgot what it was. There it is. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and this is season six. Hi, my name is Katie. I play Linspector St. Tit. And yes, this is season six. So exciting. I'm in a continuous form of media. I'm Brandel. I play Bay, and let's get sixing. <laughs> I'm Tisha. I play Rux Balladicino, and I have done a lot since you heard from us last. And uh, if you want to know, come chat with us in the Discord, and I'll tell you all about my life, all of it, everything. Yeah, the menu I'm, I'm an open book. It's, it's like it's a channel there. Yeah, yeah there's just a diary, <laughs> Tisha's diary, daily entries. <laughs> And uh, hello, this is Jonathan, um, here to bring you season six, the season of sex. Oh my god, okay. are we going to have sex I on wasn't, air? <laughs> I wasn't told about this. Oh, plot, it's the plot twist. Uh, yes, we boarded the Patreon funds to order everybody a prostitute to your house. Uh, so you'll be expecting a knock soon. Uh, turn your microphones up. <laughs> just going to eat some mac and cheese. Yeah, just take some Metamucil. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're back, and of course the format hasn't changed. We have a question first, and since you know it's the start of the sixth season, we're going to talk about the last five seasons. And the question to the cast is, what has been your favorite moment all time so far? And I will go first. Still to this day, still to this day, my favorite moment is Katie's entrance when that bitch came in with Jet and was like, "You killed my, you fuckers, you killed my dog," and like it was just. The tone, the intonation, the flip in the voice, like everything was just perfect about that entrance. And I just remember dying laughing for like a solid two weeks. And then whenever actually like I heard the episode, I was like, oh, like fucking gold. So, yeah, that, that's my favorite moment still. That was a good moment. My favorite moment was it might have been from a Patreon exclusive episode. So, you know, get in okay. there if you're not. But it was when Chris got the opportunity to play a character with us, a PC, whose name I don't remember because it's not important. None of them are. But we were all in this big fight together, and he was swinging on this monster. I think it was a goblet or something, and just could not hit it. And the creature also could not hit him. So everyone else finished their like individual fights, and Chris was just having a slap fight with this goblin for like 15 minutes. It was wonderful. I, it's become known I'm not very useful as a PC. <laughs> no. When you rarely get to play one, you sometimes disappoint in the best way. <laughs> I think so. My, mine is, I'm like RuPaul, I love a good reveal. And I think my favorite moment was the big reveal of Eve also being in on the bad guy and Jonathan being in on the backstory. Because it was a genuinely confusing moment for everybody where they were like, we had to like kind of pause the podcast and be like, no, no, this is real. Keep going. <laughs> you heard that right, folks. <laughs> Collecting all those body parts had a reason. Yeah. Mine's yeah. kind of like tied to that where I really enjoyed this part because it what really makes us a story about D&D and not just a storytelling podcast, if that makes sense. It was when Jonathan was rolling for Eve's big attack at the end to see if they would like become god or like fucking explode and because it's D, &D they just exploded that's it that's the end of the story <laughs> resolved yeah yeah we were building up to it versus like if this was like a story or like a movie it's so rare that people set that kind of storytelling up or that situation up and then not follow through and it's not that we didn't follow through in D, &D it's just that's D, D, baby. Yeah. Period. You can be God or you can explode. <laughs> um, as one of my friends say, um, the dice do better telling the story than we do. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that my favorite moment is probably going to be in one of the beginning, the first episodes. Uh, where we're in the guild trials and Jonathan and Mark are kind of arguing a little bit. And then I come in and I, I try to calm Jonathan's character Eve by saying it takes all sorts 
you know, let's work together and get out of this because that's what, to me, D&D, the thought of it was. And Jonathan came back with, it takes all sorts of pottery trash or something similar to that, which kind of formed the dynamic of the podcast, I think, you know, like it, to me, that was a moment of, all right, so this is definitely going to be really heavy story, like really heavy role play. And I've, I've loved it since. And we've kind of kept that going. It was just like a pivotal moment for me. I would like to not toot my own horn, but I'm going to. Um, Mm -hmm. So we actually just have, we actually had a new listener join the discord and they found me and we were like talking and they said that they just love how quick I am with my, with my bullshit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And let me see, hold on. I don't know if you guys saw. Okay, (laughs) let me read it to you. I have it as my phone wallpaper. Uh, (laughs) There was a specific line that they said. I can't see. I can't. We were. We we started talking about like the campaign and everything else. It was it was fucking hilarious. But just I I I'm I'm glad that y'all put up with. I'm glad that y'all put up with how much of an asshole Eve was, how unhinged you know Florals and Spring was. Uh, Zastasha, we didn't put up with her. Um, <laughs> she had to go, okay. and then. <laughs> um, and then, like, now y'all are going to get, like, you know, kitty, kitty, meow, meow, gamer girl, 9,000 with a deep voice. And I'm really <laughs> excited for this. So to give y'all more little snippets. Yeah, beautiful transition into our episode. We're starting. Here it is. Uh, I hate to interrupt. I'm so sorry. What? I hate to interrupt. Yes. But you, why did you sound nervous whenever you said, like, okay, y'all, here we go. Uh, buckle up. Did I? <laughs> you sounded so I'm nervous. I don't know, because there's about 12 words written on this dry erase board. (laughs) (laughs) I've also done a really deep Google drive, and, like, all of my search history is fucked up now. I've searched so much weird shit trying to, like, write this. So, but I think, I'd like to think I'm smarter, or at least I know a lot of words that are going to make me sound smarter now. Nice. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Oh, can I have another favorite moment? Please. Remember when we were doing the lizard races in the curse campaign, I think it was? Yes. Uh, they were all these wild names that were very clearly word scrambles. And we spent so long figuring it out. And my dumbass just like weaseled my way into the container to pull my bullshit. And Chris let me throw a lizard super far. <laughs> but even though Tisha was so clever and unscrambled stuff, she missed the one that was that like... Was my- this yeah. one dies. Yes. And then it cut her lizard's head off right now. Yes. <laughs> I do. It was really fun. Yeah. I think all, all of the moments with, you know, Chris letting us get away with the bullshit. You know, from the very first when I got that intimidation eye patch to, <sighs> you know, Bay sliding through things and... Yeah, it's been. When you were in the eye patch, you intimidated Chris into getting into it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's real life role. <laughs> I don't think I intimidated. I tricked you. You didn't have any choice but to say yes. Like, yes. you talked yourself into it. And you still don't, you little bitch. Oh, not these revisions of history. <laughs> Tisha is from Florida. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I'm not from here. You chose Florida. That's even worse. You, you chose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Katie. fair. Katie, the library's not open yet, Katie. You're going to copy paste that exact segment for the library. <laughs> I've done good. my job. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so we're starting the new season almost where we left off last season. We start our story in the Bailing You Out Detective Agency. Lynn and Shannon have arrived and are hanging out with Le Capitan, concerned about what's happening. It's been about 13 hours since Rux and Bay made their escape at Broviver series. Uh, you were able to watch as Walking Stick was arrested, uh, though the inspector would not talk to you, Lynn or Shannon, about anything. Uh, in fact, he looked pretty flustered that night. Uh, But it's been 13 hours since then. You're back at the agency. You have not heard yet from Bay or Rux. Lynn, Shannon, what would you be doing in the agency? Uh, Lynn is binge drinking. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, and sobbing and eating and cooking and smoking. Like. <laughs> oh, no. I've said it before. Lynn is like Michael Scott, but an alcoholic. <laughs> Way too invested in the personal relationships at his work. Oh, these were my best friends. And I put them in danger because I'm such a bad detective. I couldn't even put two and two together. Stupid fuck. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, huge shame spiral. No coping mechanisms. Gotta get the kidnapping insurance out. I do think that Shannon Powers is, I don't know, maybe trying to do, like, bat signals out the window, like, smoke signals or something, like, in, like, Morse code, but whatever that D in D equivalent of that is. So it's like, <laughs> beep, 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 we are safe. Beep, 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 you are, it's clear here or something like that. In case Bay and Rex can see it. Mm. Okay. What are you using to make smoke? Um, has uh, Le Capitaine cooked anything recently? <laughs> oh, he'd be happy to. What? What? Yeah, so I've just burned it. And I'm using the smoke from the burning of that food to send out smoke signals. Great. Fire alarm is off in the agency. <laughs> the windows are open. <laughs> I have done some prestidigitation of some wind. Uh, to get the to keep you know keep uh the wind the smoke out of our apartment or obviously our place of business yeah we're we're working on getting getting the getting the crew back together mm-hmm. great the capitan will like hold a bowl over Lynn's cigarette to get the ash and then come back and pour it over into the pot creating a little Ugh. more smoke great like a little conveyor belt you got going on ah uh, yes good job uh uh a raccoon thank you for your thank you for your your help. I am worried about our compatriots, but uh, just like the olden days back in the war of 17,898, we have made it back and our stragglers will find their way back home on the country road. That's how they won the war. Of course. I just need something in the background while I cook. I am so fucking stressed and I need... I can't hold the police scanner on because I don't know if they want to be captured, but I'm just going to put on the radio, okay? The, uh, uh, or we also just have a television right right there. We could just turn that on. Okay. And visuals can sometimes be better than just audio. Except our okay. podcast. That's, that's true. <laughs> except for this podcast specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let me turn on the television. Aha! Oh, how peculiar. This this looks familiar. Who is this person? There is going to be a news interview that's happening. There is an interview between a reporter on the news and Inspector Rice Balls about what happened at Reviver Series. And we can't trust people who have food names. Mm. Just Look at you remembering clues. Yes. The lovely detective Rice Balls is on TV. Speaking about the Bro Virus series, maybe we should listen. We have Inspector James Rice Balls on the call. Thanks for joining, Inspector. Can you please provide any details about what transpired last night? Yes, the WWP wrestler Walking Stick was arrested on several charges. After some investigating and interrogating, we learned Walking Stick was responsible for the injuries of three other wrestlers, as well as the death of a young man who worked at our zoo. With several murders and attacks in our city, should the people be concerned? No, no, no need for concern. We are on it. We do believe these attacks are related to the other murders in the city, as Walking Stick has admitted to having an accomplice. And who is this accomplice? Well, Walking Stick claimed to have never seen their face, but was able to roughly describe their voice. More importantly, there was evidence at the crime scene that made us suspect the accomplice was another wrestler from last night, D. Annoyance, uh, who goes by Rux outside of the ring. However, I do not have a last name. Two sketches will appear on the TV. One, an exaggerated, almost caricature of Rux. It's almost more like a stuffed lion than Rux. And Bay is just a bunch of scribbles. <laughs> Did they fail, like, <laughs> their history check? <laughs> now inspector a source tells me that you actually arrested rux prior to the wrestling event but you allowed them to wrestle even after being detained is that how they got away uh how did yeah i made a judgment call due to the importance of the event and the money that it brings to soul quest city 
Oh, so you agree that profits are more important than keeping our streets safe? What? No. And what evidence do you have that this Rux is an accomplice? I cannot disclose the evidence of an ongoing investigation. Now, Inspector, isn't that what you said three years ago when you put out a citywide hunt for Gerald Motion, who turned out to be an innocent man? This is not the same If thing. we asked Gerald, what do you think he would say about this Rux witch hunt? You know what? That's it. I'm done. I'm done. He's going to leave this interview frustrated. Just walk away from the camera. Well, I guess we got disconnected. Thank you, Inspector. And she turns to the camera. One person at large, another arrested after an unusual string of murders. Is the city safe with a murderous wrestler on the lam? Or is yet another innocent person the victim of our incompetent police force? Stay safe, SoulQuest. Okay, so the two wrestlers on the run. Because that actually happened. He did try to arrest Bay and Rux, right? Like, he, we were yeah. in the green room, right? But like, it wasn't... Yep. It wasn't for it wasn't for the death of Urban Corn. It was for the uh, it was for the other stuff. Tommy though. Wasabi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommy Wasabi. So and the... I oh, but also sorry. the injury of the wrestlers. I wonder if. Yeah, he did accuse Brooks of injuring BJ Fashion, so he was accusing them of all three murders. Yeah, we banged at BJ Fashions. Bang, as in the spell, not. We oh, okay, BJ great. <laughs> no, no, it was a big orgy. We just cut that. It's called knocked. Knock. Yeah. Yeah. Can I do, can I try something? Because I feel I feel like the reporter who was kind of like, kind of like inquiring, kind of like inquiring and kind of feeding a narrative of like maybe the inspector being wrong, like that kind of. Can I roll insight mm. on them? Like maybe something seems off about that situation to me. Okay. Well, I or like, yeah, something did strike me as like me, Katie. Yeah, like that's journalism. Like, but that's like gotcha journalism, right? Um, I rolled a fifteen, and I'm just trying to see if like maybe that reporter was doing that, was asking those questions honestly, or were they asking those questions to kind of flip the script on the report on the uh, detective, and kind of like get the detective off of us or like get public opinion on our side for Rux and for Bay. Yeah. Do we recognize the reporter? Is it Sustasha? <laughs> okay. So there's, there's a few different questions here going on now then. Um, mm-hmm. Let's roll insight for intention of the reporter. Yeah. I rolled a 15. If anyone else wants to join me. I don't think that Lynn would be rolling with advantage. <laughs> yeah. I got like oh, a 14. Okay. I got a 14. Yeah, I, I did myself a disadvantage, yeah. so. Yeah, it, there does seem to be some sort of narrative turning. I think you may know um, this reporter as somebody who does a little bit of gotcha journalism. As to why they're doing that, I don't right. think you're going to know that from just watching. Ah, 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 this reminds me of the time uh, when I was studying history, and it was the year 2023. Uh, right after the Great Depression um, and the new pl- the uh, the the New Deal uh, that happened with the forty second president, um, a lot of sensationalism and journalism happened at that time, and I wonder if we should maybe go pay this reporter a visit. It seems that they have, uh, or they are plotting, or they're scheming something. And as soon as you get done with this. Some magic hits you. All of a sudden, Shannon, instead of looking at Lynn, you're now looking at Shannon. And Shannon and Bay, instead of being on the run with Rux, you are currently looking at Lynn Spector back at the agency, but you're in Shannon's body. What is what is going on right now? This reminds me of 9-11 because I don't believe that it's really happening. What the fuck? Uh, I, I'm really thirsty, but I have a glass of water in my hands and I'm drinking it, but I still have a different kind of thirst. Uh, wait a second. Uh, what is everyone? Uh, what is everybody look sexy to me? Uh, Hang on, I need a glass of sludge to calm down. No, you... Capitan? Uh, <laughs> Capitan. Oh my god. Yeah, like Capitan's making a, a, a cigarette soup in order to help make smoke signals to Disgusting. let them know how to get home. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Hands you a little cup of cigarette soup uh, lynn i'm not sure what happened but i was just standing in the gender fluid 
facility with rocks. And I was just watching the news and I was talking. Wait, duh, what the? Who are you? I'm Bay, you can't tell. No, because if, you're, if you were Bay, then you wouldn't be in my body. What's going on here? Why do I. Am I Lynn Specter? Yes, Lynn. What a weird question to ask. Well, are why you is that? Again? You are so nonchalant about this, is uh, Bay. Do you not? You, you, I'm sorry. You, I don't know your Bay. Do you are? Wait, no, I do know your Bay. There's nothing different. I'm just a little slime boy. No, look at your. Look at yourself. Look. There, there's a mirror. Look at the mirror. Shannon goes to look in the mirror. That is not the you. That is me. Mm. I'm pretty sure this is what I've always looked like. This is not the what you look alike. You know that you don't. Uh, um, I'm going to punch Shannon in the back of the head. Okay. <laughs> roll for it. Um, and that's just going to be an attack roll unarmed. So, oh, well, well, this is Lynn. And Lynn, you have like a minus one to strength. Oh, yeah. So, I'm not very strong. Um, a five. Well, I think you're just not used to this new body. Shannon Lynn, and uh, you go to swing and just whiff, total miss. Well, you feel don't I? This isn't right. That's not your body, and you know it's not. Am I on punk? What What was the news that you were listening to? You are on the run from the cops, uh, from uh, from from Detective Arisaballs, uh, and he's out to get you. Uh, and then the detective, uh, the the reporter, she she called him out on his bullshit, uh, and now uh, he walked away. Uh, but you and Rux are not safe. Uh, still, y'all are still on the run. He is still in hot pursuit. <clears throat> uh, yes, uh, that sounds right. Should we? Wait, or do you want to go no, into the No, because you are, in the, you are in the Maya body. I don't want you going out there into the public and, 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 and acting like you, but in my body. It's embarrassing. So that's a yes. Stay here. <laughs> I like every Stay like right back there. and forth. Like, uh, uh? Yeah, uh. Shannon just sits down in an office chair, sipping their sludge and listening to the news. I think Le Capitan is going to grab one of, like, the laptops there and kind of bring it over to Bay Shannon. And, uh, oh, oh, kind of encouraging you to search for something with your knowledge that you have from where you were at. Ah, yes, of course. Uh, here, let me do some research. And Shannon is going to type into the computer, what is smelling? Great. There's awesome. just a lot of new experiences for Bay right now. Awesome. Well, then what? you get a 57-minute uh, YouTube video on how to smell. It's just instructions and close-ups of nose shots and how to enlarge your nostrils, inhale, exhale. Mm. Shannon's watching it in small view, like will not full screen the video, but is watching the whole thing. Oh, I Great. hate you. Uh, the we need the we need to to, to create a, some kind of signal to let uh, Bay and uh, to let uh, the other two uh, know that uh, we are safe and the, the 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 detective agency is safe for them to come home to. Chris, did we did we reach out to them while they were down there? No, okay. I would have been afraid that like the police would be watching us. Yeah. I but I uh, just uh, Shannon did make smoke signals. Yes. Now that I can smell things, I have a great idea. Uh, Shannon runs over to the stovetop, turns the heat all the way up, and goes, "I'm so sorry, Capitan. This stew serves a higher purpose. Just like the the stew war, and then <laughs> burns the shit out of this soup and starts trying to make smoke signals to communicate." Nice. Uh, Le Capitan will kind of like snap to attention and salute you and then run over and grab an ashtray and just dump it in. Yes, yes. More fuel for the proverbial fire. Okay, he's just going to throw the ashtray in, the whole thing. Oh! I th well, this is happening. I think Shannon's going to like dip a finger in and taste it like a chef. Oh. Why are you trying to like maim my body? But he's just interested in taste now. Mmm. I think Le Capitan is going to, after hearing all this, go run over to the laptop, uh, 
stop the inhaling, exhaling. Why is the volume so high? And start typing in gender fluid factory and bringing up the website for you to look at. I, I was watching that. Le Capitaine wants us to get a look at the gender fluid factory. Le Capitaine, are you saying that that Bay and Rux are at the gender fluid factory? Uh, on the website, there's a place where you can look at a tour of the factory. Uh, you see that there are tours that happen weekly where you can actually go through the factory. And there's a little video virtual tour of the first floor. So that way you can kind of walk yourself through what the factory looks like. Uh, very interesting. Whenever Bay and Rux we, uh, get themselves back here, then we shall let them know. The Capitan will hand the laptop back to Shannon, so Shannon can research how to taste now. It's another 40-some-odd-minute video, just tongue movements. Gross. Speaking of the gender fluid factory, that is our next stop and a little bit of a flashback. we got to figure out why this body swap happened. But before we get there, we have to head into the gay agenda. This is The Gay Agenda, and first things first, Spotify Wrapped came out this week, and we were so excited to see how many loyal listeners we have and how many people shared our show with friends. In fact, about 60% of our listeners found us in 2023 across 66 different countries, and around 1,800 of you had us in your top 10 podcasts for the year. Plus, we now have a 4.8-star rating on Spotify thanks to almost 350 reviews and a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts. If you share your Spotify wrapped on social media, feel free to tag us. I've been reposting them on our Instagram stories when I see them. Seriously, thank you so much from everyone at the show for getting us this far. We will continue to bring gay D&D to your ears in 2024. Now I'm going to rapid fire the places you can visit for more Roll Gay Roleplay. Instagram at Roll Gay Roleplay. TikTok at RGRP Podcast. Website RollGayRoleplay.com. Patreon at Patreon.com backslash RollGayRoleplay. Discord, you can find the link on our website. Reviews, leave five stars, support us, tell a friend. That's it for me. When you're done with us, here's another podcast you should check out. In the year 2714, a new squad of operatives was chosen by the College of Illusion. These fools promptly went on to frustrate their DM at every opportunity. Today, still working together, because really, who else would work with them? They survive as adventurers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Second Breakfast Club. Tony Kinney as Eddie Falzoni. Jess Owen as Adira Glow. Michael Cole as Urag. Jesse Wicks as Bill Quiverlance. Nico Rodriguez as your DM. Welcome back to the continuing tales of A Fool's Quest. So we are back to right after the Proviver series event. Rux and Bay waited until a moment of blackout during the celebration and dipped out of there and ended up in the sewers. Still in your wrestling gear, you're on the run. Hey, Bay, you still got that map that uh, Irwin gave us? Chris, do I? One of you definitely has it. Yeah, hang on. And Bay pulls out the map, squirts out the map, sorry, and tries to, like, wipe some of the sludge off of it, but I'm also made out of the sludge, so it's not It's not really doing anything. Here, I'll... And uh, Rux takes off their their uh, wrestling onesie. I don't know what the wrestling costume. Is it, like, called a unitard? Yeah. No, I think wrestling onesie is right. Wrestling yeah. onesie. It's got little feetsies. Oh. It's called a singlet. And uh, uses it to wipe off the map. Okay. So, uh, first things first. I mean, we're we're on the run. So, uh, we need to kind of be careful where we're going, I guess. So, maybe let's avoid some main places. Uh-huh. You know, I think I think that I have... Um, I think I might have the the that one lady. Remember when uh, the El, El Capitan found uh, Pamela Dionysus's outfit? 
I think I got her wig and stuff, so maybe that'll come in useful later. Oh, disguises. Don't you think? Well, if we're down here with disguises, do we just want to continue our investigation of the fluid? Oh, yeah. That, uh, that gender fluid place, right? Yeah, but there are. Yeah. Okay. But, like, you know, I don't know how long we're going to be on the run, so I was just bringing up the, uh, disguises in case we need to go up, like, me for food. Because I can't really eat the stuff down here. But, uh, yeah. Bay's already wearing the wig. And they shifted some huge tits. Oh, yeah, Perfect. I don't recognize you at all. I mean, it's kind of distracting. Okay, my eyes are up here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's, yeah. Let's, uh, why don't we plan a route towards where we think the gender fluid building is? Okay. I think you can easily spot how to get there. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a walk. There is a way to get there around the Fatbergs that you can see, thanks to the map from Erwin Corwin. So as you're traveling, you're making your way through. Can I get a perception check, please? Okay. And and don't forget, I got pretty beat up at that the wrestling match. So um, <laughs> a, little, a little hurt here. I got a 24. I got a nine. The bangs are too long and I can't see anything. Mm. that's fair then I think that you're going to make your way to a T intersection and because of Rux's keen perception listening, hearing that there's an enemy coming that they didn't expect decides to dart the other direction and you'll find yourself at the door that mm, somebody previously saw, don't remember who was down here and saw it, all of you? Mm -hmm. that's a good question just Bay? somebody was here well, what? the uh, the unicorn. All of you saw it. What was what's it's the Pegasus saw it. <laughs> Angelica. Angelica. What are we looking? What is it? I can search my notebook. Angelica was still not dispelled, eh? Well, I'm doing A now. Yeah, the door was farther <laughs> that direction. Oh, okay. Downstream, as we were saying. Um, so you do find the door. It is key card and retinal scanner, big steel door with GF employees only on it. Uh, the door is a little bit raised above the sewage. There's a couple steps up to get to the door. And the sewage is going both in and out from the door. It's kind of waving back and forth underneath the bridge. After you. They thems first. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right, the, let's see uh, what I got here in my little bag of tricks. Um... Yeah, I don't have anything in my bag of tricks. Do, is, uh, is there anything special about this? I have, I have a, I have a second, I have a second level spell slot. That's what I got. I cast knock. <laughs> okay. Hang on, let me see if I can. Yeah, I do have a spell slot. Let's get to the fun little list. If the door is held shut by a mundane or stuck or barred by anything that's not a magical means it unlocks unfortunately retinal scan is not magic so i guess fortunately okay so then a huge sound echoes through the sewers for a mile <laughs> that's so loud 300 feet yeah a mile is 5280 feet is it 300 i don't know what spells work i'm just doing my thing <laughs> It's a mile It's in now. a tunnel system, so it might go farther. Yeah, it's going to keep echoing. You're going to hear it for a while. Okay, uh, great. So great. And actually, I think because of that, can you both roll a constitution saving throw? Oh my god, the percussive. Yeah. I got a dirty 20. Also, don't you have to cast a wild magic I roll? got a 15. Oh my god. I'll let 15 do it. That's fine. I thought 15 in my head. So those are both fine. You both think, to, at least Rux sees it happening, covers their ears kind of ducks we should, down we should be used to this by now yeah the door swings open uh but go ahead and roll me a d100 oh rex dies <laughs> <laughs> that was a 20 hang on that's not right uh i got a 66 66 <laughs> okay great uh. 
Uh, roll a d4 for me. Two. Okay. R- Rux? <laughs> Rux is now frozen in place. Bay, you are alone down there. Uh, you've frozen time for everybody but you. Like everyone in the world except me? Yes. Time stops for one minute for everyone but one random PC. Bay, you have Whoa. 60 seconds of alone in the world. Uh, Bay's going to freak out a little bit trying to talk to Rux and like not getting a response. And then eventually squirts out a Sharpie and draws like a mustache <laughs> on them and like a wiener on their forehead. <laughs> Maybe a monocle. I think that takes about a minute. I love it. Great. As you uh, finish the circle around Rux's eye, Rux comes back to life. Hey, wh- what are you doing? Oh, so I thought you were dead forever. What? You thought... You're like, frozen. still. Yeah, I-, I don't... I mean, that noise was loud. I covered my ears, but nothing happened after that. Oh, well, you... Then you fell onto this marker. Oh. And we should check out the Ansala's room. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for okay. saving also, me from the marker. The <laughs> base holding a slime up to their, where their mouth should be and doing like a shush. You now enter the room. Um, so first of all, there's 100% an alarm going off in this room. Oh. Um. It's a rectangular room, and there is a square pool of the sewage coming in from underneath the door there are three pipes that are emptying from the far wall into the pool one is fairly clear has some stuff in it the other two are just like a dark brown color um it seems to be the where the factory empties in fluids from there uh why don't you roll a perception check while you're in here and see if i can tell you a little more yeah rux is looking specifically for the alarm with an eight a big out of five well, okay. Uh, there's a red light that's like spinning, flashing about forty feet off the ground in the room. Uh, and yeah, the sludge is extra gross in here. The slimy sewerness is nasty. All right. Rux throws their Rux throws their javelin at the red swirly light. Okay. I think we can just let you hit the light and it will break. There's still a. I mean, the light's out. The sound's not happening anymore, but you can probably assume that somebody's been notified of something at this point. Oh, that also stopped the sound? The stop sound for you. Yeah, Doesn't mean it stopped sort of anything. Okay, problem solved. Now we can check out town. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's how uh, alarms work. Unless it's like some new fashion technology that I don't know about. Give uh... <laughs> me like, go up to, the, is it just like, what is the fluid? Bigots. Ugh, I can't smell. Uh, so Rex is going to stick their, their paw in the fluid to kind of see, because they, re- they would remember what they smelled like, right? When After they took the... Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, does, it, does the fluid smell familiar at all? It's, it smells like... It smells like shit, like real shit. Hey, uh, so I think this is poop. Don't don't go <laughs> oh. in there unless uh, I don't know. Do you eat poop? I don't think you would eat poop. Otherwise, what what's the bathrooms for, right? <laughs> so, do we want to try to go maybe through one of these? You said there's doors or they're grates. There's three pipes that are emptying into the pool. And there's no other door in or out of this room. Yeah, there is another door. Again, this one needs a key card to get through. A key card? Ugh, I only have one more casting at Uh, You know, let me uh, <laughs> let me just try to open the door. Like, I'm just going to jiggle the handle. No, it doesn't open. Are there any rocks around? Sure. Go ahead and investigate for rocks. Can I slide under the door? 23 investigation. Probably can. Oh, shoot. Never mind. I rolled intimidation. Let me roll that again. Yeah. Intimidate got, that door. Well, I originally rolled a 15, but <laughs> now I rolled a one. Okay. So <laughs> I think as you're looking for rocks, you come across a, you find like a net and a sifter hiding in a corner, but no rocks. Frustrating. Uh, okay. There's a sifter here. I don't know. Maybe. I'll- 
I want to say it's called a sieve. A, a sieve. Sieve. A shiv. No, that's not. <laughs> I know. Yep, this, you found a, a net and a shiv. <laughs> Great. Gold panning pan. Uh, a gold panning colander. Bay's gonna try and squeeze under the door. Okay. Rex is gonna take the sieve or whatever the gold panning thing is called. I'm gonna okay. Google that gold panning thing now, so I can say it right. Um, so there is a walkway behind this door bay. Um, it's just a straight walkway that leads up to some stairs. As you're looking down the hall, though, you do see that there is a camera in one of the corners. You're probably not on it right now, but if you're going to try and get those stairs, you are going to be. Okay. Bay's going to reach up and open the door for Rex. Sure. It opens. Hello. There's a camera but also a staircase so it's gotta be something good up there i mean you still got that wig on right i guess uh <laughs> they'll never recognize me i guess uh i can go grab some of that uh stuff that smells like poop and uh make myself look like a skunk they won't know who i am yeah put on the dress too oh good idea okay i got this hat too you want it oh you should wear it it, it, it blocked our camera Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, I'll put this this on. Since you can change your face, that makes sense. Yeah, base shifts into Rex. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Great. Is it Rex with big poops in a wig or? Yes, of course. What a stupid question to ask. <laughs> Sorry. But it's got how many nipples do you have? Six. It's I've got like six pairs of huge tits. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> six. Hey. I'm so sorry to excite you, Katie. Well, I was just flabbergasted. That looks like my mother. (laughs) 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 Okay, so Brandel puts six tits on something and it's funny. I do it and everyone's grossed out. I get it. Yeah, that's how that goes, Chris. Welcome to being bisexual. (laughs) Uh, So are you making way to the stairs? Yeah. Bay looking like Rux and Rux with a hat on and a skunk. Yes. And a dick on their forehead. Yeah. And... You can't see that because the hat, Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the hat, right. the hat blocks the cameras. Uh, then you start making your way up the stairs. As you get to probably two stories up, uh, you are met with two doors and the stairs continue up as well. You're on a j- ground floor. It says one. Uh, why don't you roll perception? 19. Nine. There, uh, Bay, you are certain there are people coming from the left door. Oh, I hear people. Uh, okay. What do, what do we do? Do you want to run or do you want to get caught? Uh, I don't think I'd like to get caught, you know, smelling like poop. Uh, maybe, um... Does it look like the door opens out to us or into them? Into them. Ugh. Okay. There... Uh... Man, I, I really... How many people do you hear? More than one, which seems bad. Okay, let's... let's. I think we should run for now. And then okay. we figure things out. A babe keeps booking it up the stairs. Okay. Further up the stairs you go. You reach uh, the second floor. You again have a door on the left and a door on the right. Is there a staircase still? There is still a staircase. You can go up one more if you'd like. Everything that I know is all the important business happens at the top floor, right? Here we come. Okay. Up to the top floor you go. There is only a door at this point. There's one Were door there leading any, out. Like, was there signage on any of these doors that said names or uses? Yeah, there's some departments on there. Uh, you can see what that did there they was, say as we were? Uh, operations, marketing, and chemists are on the second floor managers officers ceo are on the third floor and the first floor is the factory itself oh so what's the top floor that we're at right now ceo officers conference room managers uh, we can't go up anymore so in uh i mean yeah i guess so <laughs> okay make a stealth roll for me oh no i'm a big Oh, wait, I don't have my clothes on, right? Do I need to take off my armor? Did you? I have chain mail, so I'm assuming I would have... No, I guess I would have left that on. I just had my leotard over top of my chain mail. 
If you wanted it that way, sure. I got a nat 20. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but I played that whole wrestling match with my armor class increased because of the chainmail. Okay. Well, then you have chainmail on. And I have disadvantage. So, oh, I got a nat 1, so a 0. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Can Great. I give them a help option or something? I got a nat 20, you bitch. Don't you ruin this for I'm me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. Bay is going to so sneakily, carefully push on a door to open it. And as you do, Rux just sneezes. And you hear from a couple floors down, Go upstairs! Go! 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 And just hustling up the stairs at you. What do you do? Damn this Sharpie allergy. I don't know why. You you saved me from it, right? (laughs) I can't even tell. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's run to the CEO. Let's see if we can get to find the CEO office. It's set on here, right? Let's let's go. Yeah, we try the door, I guess. Yeah, no, it doesn't open. Put them claws to yours, baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rex will uh try to damage the door to open it. Claw off the handle. Okay, go for it. Make an unarmed attack. Twenty-two to hit. Yeah, absolutely. Right through the door. And now you guys are running towards the CEO. Is that the case? Yes. I guess. Cool. I mean, it is late at night. At this point, it's at least midnight or later. So there's not many people in the building. You have a dark building. No lights are on. You run to the CEO's office, but the door is locked. It is a fully glass door, though, or fully glass room, though. You can see right inside. Uh, There is a secretary's desk out front uh, and a few offices. There's a conference room. But most of the doors that you seem to try are do end up being locked. Okay. Do we... I mean, do we just jump through that uh, glass door? We don't see any people. No, it's so late. Everybody went home for the night. Because we believe in 40-hour work weeks or less. Yep. Okay. Uh, nice. Love that. Do we think we just break through this glass and see if uh, maybe they got some documents on your cousins or something? Oh, no, people would be aware that we're here if we do that. That's way too noticeable. And then Bay tries to shatter the glass. How? Uh, I'm sure they have a rock inside them. (laughs) Or a diamond. A diamond and a small hammer. Yeah, I'm going to use my diamond tip hammer. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I'll make a slime punch against it, I guess. Okay. Slime punt. I got a two. Which that is goes as point. you'd expect. Okay, that's fair. Reserve to the honest pose. Yeah, the, sure. And I just kind of punch it. And that's a dirty 20 to hit. Damn. All right, I think you're going to hit this glass door so hard that instead of shattering, it just kind of like reverberates open. Like, whoa. Some strong glass. Uh, And as that happens, you hear the door to the second floor open. You believe that the guards are now on the same floor as you. You are in the CEO's office. Yes. Sorry, third floor. So they are on the same floor as you. You are in a glass office. What do you do? I'm going to use my last second level spell slot to cast invisibility on us. Okay. Oh, wait. If it's second level, I can only do it to me. I have a third level. I'll do a third level spell slot. Okay. Then you can both be invisible, but go ahead and roll me a d100. Because that will be a wild magic surge. Rex is going to slightly shut the door, like, shut the door back. Oh, okay. 84. 84. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. DM minigame! Okay, do you have something planned for this? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody roll a d20. What? Everybody, Jonathan, Katie, everyone roll a d20. Uh Uh-oh. Eight. Seventeen. Seven. Jonathan, I need you to roll a d20. He's not here. He went for coffee. No, I'm sorry. I'm here. I I was opening some gifts. My bad. Nice. Speaking of, what I ordered you arrived today. Was it these, uh, the flower lights? Yeah. They're so fucking pretty. I'm putting them in for whatever we do streaming. Went out for coffee. Shut the hell up, Brandle. (laughs) I bet you have the most complicated coffee order, you bitch. (laughs) Uh, Flat D20? Yes. Oh, shit. On my face, that's a three. 
Okay. So this is actually going to be where we end this episode because we're going to start DM minigame next time. What? We have Bay and Rux are currently going to be invisible in the CEO's office. And Lynn and Shannon are currently listening to a story. However, next time, Shannon Powers will be played by Brandel. Uh-uh. Rux will be played by Katie. Bay will be played by Tisha, and Lynn Spector will be played by Jonathan. Oh, I'm about to be so offensive. Sorry, Canada. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't wait to hear us butcher each other's accents, come back to the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. I'm so glad you rolled an 84. So we just switched bodies? Like the first Scooby Doo movie? Yes. Oh my God, yes. I want to be Slutty Velma. Yes! We know you are. Don't we all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're simple Except girls. Except for Chris probably wants to be Scooby-Doo. Wow. Scrappy-ass bitch. I'd be Shaggy. You know Shaggy's got a stash everywhere in that van. Yeah, exactly. I'd be Shaggy. I'm good at being bait. I can run. But yeah, find out next time how this goes. Until then, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find the podcast at RollGayRollPlay.com. I'm Brandel, and you can find me in our Patreon, where I host every single pregoss. Oh, hi, my name is Katie, and it's actually illegal for me to share my social media links um, outside of the Canada. Um, hi, I'm Jonathan, and uh, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. And that's all, folks. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're back for season six. Bye. Bye. An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barzanti.